Let's just brush aside last week. Let's just brush it aside. Let's brush aside this bloke telling us he's on the hottest streak of his life. Can't tip. <laughs> I don't think we tipped any winners last week on this show. Or maybe we tipped a couple. Uh, the idiot host in the middle had a rough uh, couple of weeks. I've upset the gambling gods. Okay, I've upset the gambling gods, and they're paying me back. Joel, hello to you. Hello, Dan. Cheer it's up, mate. a very mate. nice shirt. Cheer up. That's a very nice well, shirt. Well, give a comment. It's just a plain white shirt. It's a white shirt. It's brand new. It's not brand new. It looks brand new. No, it's not brand new. I didn't have you as a believer in the gambling game. Oh, that gambling. Really? Hang on, hang on. Have you not seen our WhatsApp yeah. chats where <laughs> a producer, Gibbo, might say we're halfway there and I'll yeah. snap at him? You don't upset the gambling you just, gods. You just snap at him all the time, so I can't Well, with good reason. <laughs> good reason. Hopefully I don't get edited out today. Um, how was our week? What was uh, Sportsbet have a good week or a bad week? Uh, well, I know that this table had an okay week. Two from three, best bets. That's me going for nine in a row uh, this week. Yeah. So. Oh, wow. Yeah, oh, yeah, hang, hang on. <clears throat> well done. Uh, no, uh, that is very nice. <laughs> sixty best bets. Yeah. $1.60 best bets. Yeah, it was mentioned at the time as well, but yeah. I'm okay. He couldn't find anything else. But when Double stakes. When we're part of a multi, that's play on, isn't it? The rule was you had to pick, to- worst case, toss of the coin jobs. But you said at the time, and I said, do I need to seek another best bet? You go, no, no, that's right. No, what were we going to put in with it? I forget. What was I it? It Simonson. It's obviously going to lose. All right, let's oh, get, yeah. let's get down to business. Oop. Let's rip the Band-Aid Stop off. Him. So right, so wrong. Well, at least we were right on something uh, during the way. And when I say we, these two had a good week, but I'm saying we seem to be on a pretty good unity ticket here involving the Newcastle Knights. Call me an idiot, Sean. I think the Knights can actually trouble them here and at least cover. I agree wholeheartedly. I'm um, aggressively confident in this game um, about Newcastle at home. You couldn't have been confident at 12-0. No, I wasn't. And, but it was. It turned out to be one of the great days. It was down there at Henson Park for the Beer, oh, Footy yes. and Food Festival, surrounded by 10,000 other lunatics. We then make a little uh, walk down the street to the Vic on the Park, one of the great pubs in the West. Storm, Knights game on TV. When I walked in, I wasn't that happy. Um, that does sound all like hell broke the, loose. It does sound like one of the great days. Well, mm. Tarek Sims. You, you, that sh- helped. you should build a statue of Tarek Sims because I know you collected a lot of money that from helped. that game. Yeah. I think you should send a donation to his favourite charity because mm. without Tarek Sims, <laughs> I don't think you win that game. Well, I don't know about that, but thank you, Tarek, because it was probably the turning point. Um, and the Knights, have, they're just putting a sneaky little run of form together, just quietly. And, and have you noticed they've got a nice media narrative on their side? Now we're all in for Adam O'Brien and he had he's had some... You know, tragedy in his life, which, you know, it's, it, it, we should feel sorry for anyone who's, you know, lost a parent and sort of gone through a tough time. But we're not gunning for him the way we, we were. We no, seem no, to be he's now, he's, 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 he's on the positive side of the narrative. Mm. He's in the clear narrative. at the moment. Um, I don't know about the Knights. I don't know where I stand. This game against the Raiders is going to be massive for both teams. Mm. Don't you think? Oh. For both teams, like there's the loser can leave as Pretenderville. Yeah. We, do we agree with that? Absolutely. They could it could already be Pretenderville. Yeah. Well, Canberra could lose this game and still make it, but I don't think anyone sees Canberra really as a final. Oh, so you're a Raider hater? Is that what you're saying? I'm, By the way, I'm pro Raiders. I just don't. Think, you know, they're not going to win the. Comp. You, you've gone back to back. Yes. Right with Unity ticket. 
Yeah, I don't know where I've got that from. Oh, so unity obviously means we're all together. We're doing. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I must have heard it somewhere, and oh. it's, it's embedded in my mind. So I don't know what a unity ticket is. Never heard of it. Well, it's like when two, po- like for instance, Albo and Dutton, if they uh, agreed yeah. on something, it's a unity ticket. It's a unity ticket. Okay. So that's what that means. But I think it's a phrasing. It might be a Melbourne phrasing. I don't know. It might be. Feels, I don't a, bit, know. feels a bit Sky Newsy, maybe. I haven't watched Sky News in a while. And who gave you, <laughs> I watch my best mate Paul Murray, but I don't really watch Sky News as often as I used who to. Who gave you fashion a pass? That's yours. No, that's mine. Where would you come up fashion a pass? Oh, you know these things, Joel. <laughs> I don't know where they come from. No, it's no fashion's a kick. Oh, fashion's a kick. Fashion's a kick. It's when a guy's in a bit of trouble and somehow he. Mm. Oh, a kick. right. So you're under. He somehow conjures one up. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Just for you this week, Jordan Rapp and conjured a kick for. I'll Elliot conjure. Knight. It will use week. conjure, right? I'm no, no. I just yeah. didn't know. No, I didn't know that fashion was that circumstance. So I appreciate it. No, no. I always like uh, teaching. Yeah, fashion sort of making. You can fa- in in Wayne's world. He fashioned a a what was it a boat out of an old log or something. When you make something out of yeah, nothing. Right, okay. Joel uh, here on uh, a very impressive Parramatta player, uh, but we're not quite on the mark here. Boys, first, second or third try, Bailey Simonson. So, so close last week. I'm not going to be as assertive as I was last week. Well, hang on, now I'm confused. I'm confused. Hang on, so what, what, why, are we, why are we playing this? Did you go it That's again? That's so wrong. Did you again. go it again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bailey was on this hot streak until I discovered his hot streak, <laughs> and now he's just put the brakes on. So, Bailey, I'll do you a favour this week. I will not mention you. In my market. You need to swap streaks because you're on a hot streak. Yeah. He's now cold. Yeah. I don't know who's, who's hot and who's cold. Uh, Sorry, well, Bailey. Well, uh, <clears throat> I'm not cold. I am frozen. Uh, <laughs> we could ta- Gibbo could have taken his pick of any one of my picks from the weekend, but uh, he settled on this one. Sharks are a great first-half team. So you can get first-half two-way handicap. Sharks minus four and a half is two bucks. I like that. 24-0 at half-time. 24-0. I think only lost four first halves all year. Mm. And I was driving home from Penrith um, and hear the first try, <laughs> hear the second try. I'm listening to um, uh, Andrew Moore call the game and I turned off after the second try. I said, no, nah, I, I know where this is going. I know where this is going. Now, but but also, <laughs> also... Uh, I, I'm going so bad I've got members of my family sledging me at the moment. <laughs> yeah, Remember I haven't heard from it in a long time <clears> saying, <throat> oh, geez, when you tipped South 13 plus, I backed the Broncos. Well, congratulations. Well done. Mm. Um, but, yes, I was way off there. That was, I'll put the little asterisk on that, that was Latrell dependent. But in, at the same time, just, um, just stay away from me. Just quickly, moment. I'm going to hijack this segment because he said that was cold and that is freezing cold. You want cold? There, now there's only three points on this uh, on this rundown. Dustin Johnston, this is cold for me. Oh. One hundred. This is a player that finished 148th in the British Open. I'm not sure if there's 150 players actually teed off. So he's almost stone motherless last. This is how uh, what Dan had to say last week. I think Dustin Johnston's going to have a really good week. Long course. It's a bit green which means it's not going to be so punishing on putting. I watched a fair bit of him at the US Open. He's not that far off it. Live form is okay. $4.33 for top 10. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. The golf wave. Thank you, everyone. (laughs) Deserves something, because that's hard to do. He gave up. He actually, he was never going to finish top 10, but he was like three over after the first day. 
And then it's funny, a lot of these top-line Americans, when, when they get the, the poo-poos at the British Open, mm. they really spit the bit. <laughs> they really spit the bit. Well, he so. doesn't need the coin, does he? He doesn't need a chaser. Well, I'll tell you paycheck. what, you two should also hear the lesson. Don't bet Rory McIlroy. True. Okay, don't do it. We all get sucked in. Sugar, yeah, sugar Barbie's model. Hey, did you see Barbie? <laughs> no, but I saw Oppenheimer. Oh, right. I saw Oppenheimer. I will not give anything away. But again, the Barbie is, is as if it's somehow unmanly to go and watch it. I will no, watch I it. I just love the idea of you trotting in. <laughs> Can I have one ticket to Barbie, please? I do like that. Can you please do it? Yeah, not on video. One ticket to Barbie, please. <laughs> do you think they would, like a 45-year-old man walking on his own going in to watch Barbie, do you actually think the kid doing the, you know, would actually have some questions? Like Ab- would go absolute, to his boss and go, Absolutely. Uh, Look, are we, are we all right I with just him? Hope, I hope he's a league fan. He, he or she is a league fan. Oh, and the other yeah. thing they're doing, they're all, everyone's going dressed it's up. pink. Yeah. Oh, well, I had friends that went to a Thursday night showing and it was all a pink. I was invited along. <laughs> I said, no, look, oh, you enjoy it. British Open, Matildas, <laughs> the whole lot. You know what I'd love to see? So Dan trying to do the smother, knowing he can't get one ticket to Barbie. So goes in. I'll have one ticket to Oppenheim. Yeah, I was going to say, that's the way to do and it. And then slides in. into the next And door. then the young kid says, well, why are you wearing the pink shirt, mate? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, but that would be how I'd do it. Yeah. Um, all right, that is uh, so right, so very, 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 very wrong. Get the knife ready, editors. I'm about to talk about the Women's World Cup. But um, let's talk uh, top eight. And uh, this is where we're concentrating this week because we're in a nice position here with six weeks to go where we can really start to project now with a little bit more authority. I I thought, Joel, we were down to nine teams uh, early last weekend. And then guess what happens? Newcastle beats Melbourne. Manly beats Cronulla. Now we've still got 13 in the race. Uh, So uh, Canberra from fifth down... In fact, Cowboys are the shortest to make the eight at a dollar twelve. Parramatta's in eighth at the moment. I'm seeing them outsiders at two dollars ten. There you go on your screen for those watching on KO and on YouTube. Mm. South Sydney a dollar nine. Sean a dollar nine. Quick update. Just got a quick haircut that, that, as well. They're not a dollar nine. Well, they're a dollar eight now. Oh, no, that's so ridiculous. they've just firmed up a that touch is as well. Ridiculous. I think they'll make it, but you cannot be taking a dollar eight. So, okay, they're. 20 and a half point favourite this week. They then got the Sharks listed as a home game, but it's actually in. Is that the one they take into Perth? Perth? They're on the road for That's a month in Perth. Or so. yeah. They then duck back to Cairns to play the Dragons, I believe. Yes. Massive road trip. Yes. I know the Dragons season is over. Knights away. They could still be That'd be hunting. That would yes. be a sellout, that game. Get the two points from the bye. They've then got the Chooks at Acor, which could be a must win. And the thing too... Especially for either team. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> the thing too, Joel, is like, the, yeah, they've got the nice T-shirts, the brick-in-the-wall tour. That's a long road trip. Of course. Like, like it's already started badly. Yep. You're going to... If this could... Imagine if they got done by the Tigers. They could. You've got a pretty miserable tour going on, and there's still three weeks to yep. go. This is the game last year where West beat them. Did that happen? Uh, or did they beat Parra? Did you they beat that? someone. But, well, well, Penrith... Were beaten by Tigers. Yeah, Tigers beat very them. similar circumstances regionally in Bathurst. Yeah, they beat Penrith this year yes. in Bathurst, but last year they did beat. Uh, it was a Jackson. Might have been Luke Brooks' field goal. 
23-22. It was the week after they beat Parramatta by one. Yes, that's right. right. So it's not the got a theory about them on the road in the, have I? the country. Yeah. Uh, no? no, not really. But I, I do worry we about really the. Do. No, I thought Sugar had a theory about On which being, team? South or...? No, the Tigers being sort of country specialists. Yeah. Oh, no, I hadn't, but... Um... There you go. <laughs> Good reason. Do you, do you want me to? Oh, can I, I can make one. Can I guess your theory? Because they're a park football team, they really thrive oh, on the country yeah. parks. Now, that's your theory, isn't it? Oh, it is now. <laughs> it is now. Um, they could actually beat them, boys. You go through that forward pack for the I'm Tigers. With, I'm with you. Luke Brooks comes back. Yep. They could win this game. All right. Keep your powder, keep your powder well, dry. Keep, yes. Keep. What does that term mean, really? Keep your powder dry. No idea. Um, so, Penrith, we're locking in. Brisbane, Warriors, top four, $1.16, $1.14. And we're, are we locking in Storm, yes, for top eight? Then we've got four spots to fill. W- where are you going here, Sean? Let me, can't, just give me a ticker across Canberra. Uh, yes, but I think it's going to be a, a shaky five or six weeks for them. But they've, they've got enough um, tickets or credits in the bank, whatever the phrase is, um, to, to still make it, to hold on. Yeah, they've got the dogs, they've got the tigers. They should be able to squeeze enough wins. I'm not convinced about the Sharks at all, John. No. Um, Panthers away. Cowboys away. Raiders away. We've worked this out. It, it's shaping that the Sharks-Raiders game is going to mean a lot to yep. one, if not both those teams. And, and as Sean alluded to, it also applies to the Bunnies and the Roosters mm. in the last round. But the three games this week, boys, Raiders-Knights, huge. Broncos-Roosters, huge. Storm-Parramatta, huge. Huge. Those three. All right, here's my opinion that is probably going to get cut. The Women's World <laughs> Cup is being underreported in this country. Are you seeing some of these crowds, 25,000 to a midday game at the football stadium, 44,000 at Suncorp, 30,000 in Melbourne the other night. These are not Matilda's games. People are gagging for this tournament and I don't see enough reportage of it. It's like Matilda's, Sam Kerr, that's it. We've got a major event on our doorstep here and I don't think we're treating it with enough respect. And he's... Here's my thought on Channel 7's coverage of the Matildas game. I couldn't believe they were getting bagged because they didn't do the Sam Kerr news ten, you know, until 10 minutes into their coverage. I'm sorry, is Channel 7's football coverage, are they a news service? Or is their job to ha- get as many and hold as many viewers as possible? <coughs> That's their job. They're trying to gin you up because 75%, 80% of the audience is... Let's be honest, watching the Matildas for the first time has no clue about who these players are apart from Sam Kerr. So they're trying to pump you up for 10 minutes. So when they then gently ease into the news that Sam Kerr's out, they've ginned you up enough so you go, oh, yeah, but you know what? I like this team. I'm in. And they got 1.2 million Metro. They had state-of-origin-like crowd. But the you know people bag, oh, how dare they? How dare they play a package that they worked three months on? yes. They're a commercial entity. But can I say this? I'm going to give with one hand and take it with the other. That was too good to be true, wasn't it? There hasn't been a game on Channel 7 since. I know it's Optus' rights. But hang on, you you spend all this time building up this tournament. You get one of the biggest ratings um, of the year, and there's no game on Channel 7 until last night. Who are we going to play, though? Doesn't matter. We're trying to build this tournament up. 
and England, he just USA, said it. They're, they're a Brazil. They're a commercial entity. He just said they're not seven mates. Seven mate. Well, there was a game, <laughs> five days later. You get people all excited about this tournament. How's and then New you don't Zealand Philippines going to raid on Charles on seven, seven mate? I bet it does better than Mash. I bet it does better than Bewitched. <laughs> and where? And here's the thing, right? Here's Bewitched. the thing. You know what? If this was SBS's tournament, now let me go here. <laughs> there'd be an hour show every night. World Cup tonight. World Cup today. Where's that on? Get Optus to produce it. Do do it as part of your rights deal. But. Oh, it, it's it's Matilda's or nothing, and I think we're doing this tournament a disservice. There you go. For, I would I would actually, love. I'm actually positive to your sport. I would love to have a, li- a little drink on Mash in that head to head. In that head to head, would you? A little spoil. I'm back at Mash. Dan, mate, on, mate, on, mate, go after him. Go after <laughs> this bloke, soccer. People. On the underreporting, right? If you made a, an analogy with the Olympics, we only cover the Australians and the superstars, right? What about when the Olympics were here? Yeah, but we I only think cover it was a bit more all-encompassing. But the, we only cover the Australians and the big acts from the other countries, right? Who could you name of those games where? So it's an That's event to go point. to. Forty thousand people go there. Oh, it, mate, on a Tuesday at lunchtime. Yeah. It's it's not school holidays at the moment. Yeah, so who, who was the team who played on the Tuesday? I have no idea, and that's yeah. the point. Can someone tell me? Can yes. some, there are people. Mash We'll fire up when the finals come around. How much have you done on it this week? On your three-hour-a-day sports We've done a little bit. But oh, oh, you've done but nothing. We follow the crowd, like the crowd. Yeah, the crowd. It's team. an event. It's an event. Correct. Yes. And people are but most people the at event. the event couldn't tell you who half of them are. Do they're, you they're think there. I cared about the fencing <laughs> at the Sydney Olympics? But I went along. And you didn't read about it anywhere, did you? You had a bet in it. No. When it starts to fire yeah. up, right, when we start to get to know who the stars of this tournament are, oh, it'll start well, to blow how up. How patronising. How tell- condescending you are. Well, you can't name, name the stars. That, but the point is... Yeah, then it's not my tournament. It's I'm not no, a but pe- people who are broadcasting. Say you or s- people who are reporting on media. If you have to write an article and take up real estate, the paper of Brian Tottle or two other countries at this World Cup oh, who sorry, we don't know anyone from, truth. people are going to click on the Brian Tottle story, aren't they? Channel Seven had had no idea they were going to get <laughs> four million viewers or whatever they did. They completely underestimated. That's yeah. my bigger concern. <clears throat> yeah. Is that. You build people up and you get people excited about the tournament. I bet at the end of that Matildas game, people are right. I'm kind of interested in this tournament now. In the and Matildas. And there's no game for five days. Yes. Hang on, when the men's tournament's on, it's not, same do you think thing. people just watch Socceroos games? They no, don't but, watch Brazil no, but we, and but we know we know the many superstars, don't it's we? It's not the point. The point is, is the point. it's content and... I'm pointing with my pen here. I'm still here for those listening as well. I'm just taking it back. Anyway, all I'm saying is I'm pro football and these people aren't. Uh, Let's get to some games. Mate, you've got three hours a day to fill. Can you give a little bit of love to women's football? We do. NRLW. That's what we give plenty of love to. Oh, patronising. Melbourne (laughs) Melbourne versus Parramatta. Uh, This is at Marvel State. Ah, this is at Doc. Marvel. Mm. $1.43. Two dollars eighty-five. Melbourne coming off a loss uh, against um, against Newcastle, and not for the first time. Craig Bellamy called them soft this year. Hmm. I like Parramatta here, Joel. Am I? Am I again? I, I preface it by saying, am I a fool? Well, yes. But Parramatta, of course, took Melbourne to Golden Point up here in round one. Remus Smith is out, but Justin Allen has been <coughs> dropped. Mm-hmm. I mean, things are getting a little ugly down there. Eli Katoa is back, but I'm not sure how effective he's going to be first game back in about six or seven weeks. He had a nasty eye injury. 
I'm not sure all's well in Melbourne, and I'm not saying people are off the coast, nothing like that. I just don't quite think, I think we're trading on their name a little at the moment. I don't argue with that. If you had to, not talking about talent, but if you had to take two of their players out on fear factor, you would take out Nelson and you'd take out Justin Ollum, wouldn't you? They're both out. Fear factor. I... But this, le- injured, obviously. this left edge for Parramatta, very inexperienced mm-hmm. and young. No Sean Lane, no Sevo, <clears throat> no Dylan Brown. Yep. And Todd Payton completely found that last week. And that was Hiku. It was Valamay. They carved up that side. That's I, my concern. Sean Lane has been superb. Oh, now, 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 he can do. He can be a runaway train in defence, so he, he's not perfect. But I think they lose a lot with Sean Lane out of the team. Yeah, they do. And, and, and the thing I think about, boys, is the six and the nine. Mm. Harry Grant and Munster versus Dejanazi and Brendan Higgins. <clears throat> um, what yeah. about this? Yeah, well, Arzi, this will be his last game uh, because Dylan Brown comes back yeah. next week. Uh, Joey Lustig's a fascinating one. He played a Challenge Cup semi final last Saturday yeah. on a plane, $50,000 transfer fee. So St Helens get Moses M by and, and give Parramatta Joey Lustig. I don't think he's going to get much game time here, is he? He'd be jet-lagged. Mate, he's going to be... He's played, he's played from the Hallowell Jones down to um, down to Marvel Stadium. It's quite an odd six days for him. But anyway, Parramatta, it's a nasty line here. Sean, six and a half. And you mentioned the it's those the, the two names, the, the Munster and Grant versus the other side of the field. And that's where the game's obviously won and lost. But this is where the line becomes so tricky. What is it, six and a half or something at the moment? I don't know what worries me about, and you talked about the Storm, they've conceded 34 uh, against Penrith, 16 against the Roos is going no good, and like 26 last week against Newcastle, not great. The Eels is even worse, 46 against Warriors, I know that was origin, no one was playing. Mm. 24 Titans, 24 Cowboys. Um, on the face of it, this looks like a low-scoring game because it's a big game. But under a roof, I assume the roof's going to be closed, and I think yeah. we're going to see plenty of points here. And I'm just with Parramatta. Only just. Yeah, Parramatta for me too. What about you, Joel? Uh, look, I'm just with <clears throat> Melbourne. Okay. Mm. Uh, Sean's got the first flare of the day. Yeah, and you, I think you're on, or you might have found this one, sure, just before. You mentioned that left-edge defence of Parramatta. Wunga Blake, the, the Cowboys hammered it, and they got the first three or four tries down that side of the field. It's in all sorts, and I think there's going to be points to the game. So we're back in uh, Big William Warbrick, two or more here at $6.50. I'd be shocked if they're just not hammering. Good um, price. Down the right. It's yeah. a good well, the price. total's only 42 and a half. Really? And I, yeah, it looks, it looks low to me given... I mean, both those back lines, the, particularly the three-quarter lines, uh, Dan... Yeah, susceptible. Very susceptible. Both. both. Yeah. Well, and also we had 50 points, Penrith-Melbourne, last time at Marvel. Yes. And Penrith, of course, a defensive juggernaut, and even they considered 16 points. So, Okay. Uh, that's our Friday night game. That's our what we've called our match of the week. Our second match um, is Penrith versus Cronulla. I think we're putting a bit of faith in Cronulla to have this as game number two for the week, <coughs> but it's important to them, that is for sure. $1.11, $6.70. It was awesome being at Penrith on Sunday afternoon. What well, wasn't awesome, Joel? Here's a moral dilemma. We'll get to the odds in a second. Mm. Had to park in the Penrith Paceway, right? Yes. Because this is the thing with suburban footy, you just the parking is an issue. Okay, fine. Now Penrith Paceway, you, it's not a parking lot per se. It's this little roadway, and then everything <laughs> shoots off this That's way. Right. You know where I'm going with <laughs> yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. So basically, everyone 
is trying to get out at exactly the same time. So there's one roadway which I'm on, right? But every and every car, every single person's trying to get out at the same time. Now I had to make a decision. What do I do here? And I let the person. He was just a little bit ahead. I thought, well, zipper formation. You let one in, and then you go yourself. Yeah, that's right. He's gone in. Yeah. Then we're stuck for 40 minutes. No one is moving. Then the woman in the big Jeep who I didn't let in <laughs> uh, had been, I, I knew she was eyeballing me the whole time. She was not taking her eyes off me. And I thought, I'm going to wind my window down here because I think I'm going to cop a bake. <laughs> and then she craftily, she, she, sacrificed herself just to get a bacon. I respected this so much. So she got in behind me, and instead of just tucking in behind me, she then went down a chute, which was going to put her into a dead end. Short but it, side play. But yeah, but it, it, she knew she was going to be put into a dead end here, and it was going to cost her 10, 15 minutes, but she was so desperate to whack me. <laughs> As she goes past, thanks for letting me in, you f <laughs> and I just stood there stoically yeah. and then started laughing and I thought if this woman sees me laughing she's going to get out of the car take an axe and take it to my windscreen was the cigar lit at this yes point? it was oh, and yeah. I thought and I thought that didn't help proceedings uh, but anyway that's so good. That's suburban car parking but anyway if you uh, madam uh, well played well played I, I respect a good bake Dollar eleven six seventy. The start seventeen and a half. Joel, I'm going to let you go first here. Uh, already, people I can see are ploughing into the Panthers. Okay, about two or three weeks ago, you had a tip for a flare, which was the trifecta. The first three tries to be Panthers. So I looked into that, and I since found out them at home. That game wasn't at home, but them at home this year, they've played seven games and they've conceded only five first half tries. Yeah. When they're at home, they come storming out. Four of their seven, that trifecta would have won. So it's a terrific bet to consider. Thank you, Jim. It's about $2.85 <laughs> for this game, boys, and I, yeah, I'd, I'd be looking at that. Mm. I'd be looking at that. Um, You've all latched on, by the way, that Penrith don't concede in the first half, because I did look, because yeah. I got the flair. The, the, the odds are terrible. Not terrible. They're actually the correct odds, but they're, they're very short for... Panther, Panther, Panther. Well, that, and also uh, Cronulla under, one, under 0.5 points in the first half. So I had to let that. So everyone's onto it now that Penrith is a great team, but an even better team in the first half. Five first half tries in seven games. That's, that, that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, look, I don't really know. The, the, a bit like that last game. 17 and a half. <sighs> 17 and a half, Shug. It's big. That, that line is somewhat of an indictment on Cronulla because they've got... What were they top four last year? Flying this year, we know everyone sort of has cottoned on to them being a bit flat track boys, but not. I didn't expect to see that sort of number um, mm. this weekend, and I can't get it that big. This is we. I was on board with them last week, and we know how that f finished. They were deplorable. Um, that left edge of theirs is in all sorts of mm. trouble, and it, I think the line is it, it covers on the basis of what happens down that side of the field. Here's the thing, Penrith, even though they did this against Canterbury, tend to not take their foot off the pedal. So mm. if they get to 18 in front, I think you can have a fair bit of confidence they're not going to have that paired back. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Peachy in again, by the way, for Tungor. But Peachy, another success. They go to yeah. Penrith, 
and they just plug in. It's a big, it's a big downgrade on on Tango though. Spencer Lenu out as well. Yeah. There's a couple, there's a couple missing that I can I can certainly get in lower than sixteen or seventeen and a half. You see what Manly did last week to Cronulla? They copied the Warriors play. Oh, the two, the two, and Cola scored. Big fan of the show. We need a term for that. Yeah. So you just bowled it like a seam bowler. The two at the seam, shoulders. The seam. Yeah. Well, well, there's got to be a term that we can come up with the two down the right edge. Uh, I've got the flair here. And woo, um, basically along the same lines as these guys, Penrith start hot and Cronulla's left side defence. Steve Crichton has been first try scorer three times this year already. $9. I, I saw him in action uh, live. He is a, He gets more impressive by the week. Uh, $9.50, I thought were good odds for uh, a flair there. Right, game which is fascinating. Brisbane Roosters, all the more <clears throat> fascinating by the Roosters hitting some form last week, although some may believe that was fool's gold. Uh, $1.38, $3.08 at the Gabba. The line is a tricky 7.5. Sean, I've got to say, I thought the line would be bigger. After what Brisbane did to South. And the fact that the Roosters really, surely you can't say they've turned a corner on one performance. No um, Crichton, no, well, Sam Walker's still a week. Uh, he's coming back, isn't he? But he's not coming back this week. Uh, Brisbane, welcome back, Tom Flegler. This is almost impossible to work out because I'm not sure the result last week. Well, I think it was a little bit flattering for the Broncos. There's a couple of moments in that game. We saw the South left was only millimetres away from clicking. There was a few moments where um, Katoni Staggs come flying out, Cobo come flying out. They, they have a habit of, of doing that as well. But that was their tactic. That was actually on purpose. Yeah, yeah well, I'm, I think the tactic was to, to open that side of the field to try and get them there early. There's some of the defensive decisions, though, were a little bit alarming. But they, they do that. Um, but again, the Roosters, I sort of keep, keep on falling into them. <laughs> I was against it last week because I just wasn't really on board. This is very tricky. At seven and a half, the thing about the Broncos, you can back them to put points on. Walsh is just a, mm. he's flying. I think at seven and a half, I can just lean the way of the Bronx. I, I don't think Walsh played the Dolphins game at the Gabba. Yeah, but that, why I bring that up, it was low scoring. It was 24-16. Mm. I think it gets pretty dewy on that cricket field. Uh, but with Walsh there, obviously the, the prospect of points goes up. Yeah, I think it's a good challenge for them. You know, if they want to win this comp, put the Roosters into bed. And that'll be the message from Kevy. One thing that Reese Walsh does, boys, he unlocks Cobbo big time. So they've played 15 times together this year, 14 tries for Cobbo. His pet play with that express speed, mm. he loops around on the right-hand side. And then his option number one is a bullet cutout ball to Cobbo. That happens so many times. He flies around, cutout ball to Cobbo. If the winger comes up, he wants to put a grubber behind you. When I used to play against the real smart players, you, you knew, you sort of thought how they'd think. So if I was at fullback and it's the last play, I'd quickly trot off to the other side of the field knowing that they would see me do it and they'd be too clever and hook the ball back. And as, yeah. soon, as, as soon as the pass went to them, I would get them on my bike. So you'd set the trap. You'd start going across early. They think they've got, yeah, they'd hook mm -hmm. the ball back. Then I'd start going back and you've got the ball in the full. <laughs> I would set a trap with Reese Walsh. If I was a winger marking him, I'd be tucked back, and as soon as he got into the mode ready to go, I'd pull the trigger and there's an intercept, bang, other end of the field. If I'm Tupu this week, mm. I would sit back, knowing that he wants to throw that bullet pass to Cobbo, and I'd be just inside Cobbo's shoulder, 
Ta-da, off with the prize. You're wasted on this show. <laughs> <laughs> Too good. Too good. Uh, but the question is, because we're trying to make money, would he, will he do that? No, well, I, well, I don't think they will. So no. I, I, Cobbo's the play for me. Um, I noticed, and I think we all did, the second half, Reese Walsh was about to give the referee a bake, and he pulled himself up. I think we've seen growth. I'm back on the Reese Walsh train. I just think, I'll wait for the finals, because there will be a moment where he'll be tempted to just whack into a ref again, but I thought that was interesting. He stopped himself. Yep. I thought that was good. Good for him. Good for that young man. It right. makes him such a good player, though. He's got the, there's a fire inside him that not everyone's got. And it's, it's hard to, you don't want to temper it too much, I don't think. He's got the most errors in the comp. But he's up there for tries. He's, but look, he's, but he's, he's fight, look at where his errors come from. That, no, that's right. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm yeah, saying. It's, it's, you've got Roll to the it's dice. Risk, risk and reward. Yeah. Uh, a bit of gunslinger. 100%. Gunslinger. Uh, Joel, I don't know if I like this. But anyway, go on. Yeah. Well, it's the start of the week. So I just thought, let's go to the bingo. Let's just that, go. That's the... a soft option. Why? Well, because, well, that's lazy. Well, I just wanted to give you a price. Um, let's just see where you we can't, need You can't just say, I'll bet bingo. You can do that every week if you wanted to. Yeah, well, I don't always get the first game, boys. So, where is Bingo? It's going to be up shortly. Gibbo, give him the first game every week from now on, please. <laughs> okay, here we go. Well, let's test him. Okay, here we go. Speaking of the devil, right. here's the Bingo. Four bucks, any four of the eight. Yeah. Reese Walsh, yeah. Tane Milne, right winger against the Tigers. Yeah. Will Warbrick, yeah. Hudson Young against the Knights. Yeah, that's, that's a bonus one. Kohler. Yes. Yeah. They'll pull the trigger out for that again. Hines. Good luck with that one. Yeah. Nico. No, hang on. Hang on. Nico Hines. Well, they can't have all wingers, right? Maddie Burton. Yeah, you got, he's trying to get to $4. And Val Holmes. Val Holmes. There's, there's four try scores here, boys. you got to start fast. There's four there. you got to start fast. Odo on that hot left edge now. Yep. There's definitely four there. $4. There's okay. my bingo. you got to start fast with that one. Yep. Uh, that's all I'm saying. Uh, I, hey, I collected on, on you. It was one of my last <laughs> winning bets was your try score bingo about a Which month ago. you'll find in the Broncos versus the Roosters game, by the way. Canberra versus Newcastle. This is the trickiest game probably of the weekend. Might be the closest in terms of betting, but good luck with this. Knights have hit a little bit of form as we talked about. Canberra. Uh, pretty much full strength back at home. Daniel Saifidi out for Newcastle. Gamble and Hastings are going well. Uh, and this is their second meeting. First was early in the year. Newcastle won 24-14. If I had the flair, Sean, I would be saying golden point. Ooh. Uh, but your flair, which we'll get to mm. in a moment, I think you're thinking this game could go down a similar path to me. Funny you mentioned Gunn Paul, because I did look at that as my Ricardo. But this game, this is purely um, split on home advantage. I've got very little between these two teams, the way they're going. I think GIO is a big factor, particularly Knights on the road this year have been poor. They scraped a draw. With, they, they drew with Manly after Gunn Point, but their only two wins was the Dogs 66 blot, which was a just horrific showing by the Bulldogs. And they beat West back in round two. They don't travel that well. They're, they're great at home, as we saw last week. Um, three and a half's an okay number to get with the home side, I think. Yeah. You know they win and win close, but it, you got four on your side. Is three and a half the number, the last number, where you say, well, if I think that team's going to win, I've just got to take them on principle? Well, no, it depends, because the, the total's a, a big player in what happens with the line as well. So if it's a, if it's a high-scoring game, you probably err towards backing the line. If it's, if it's not, maybe head-to-head. Yeah, look, I'll, probably with you, Shawnee. I, I, I'm more excited to hear your flair. Actually, I just had a look at it. 
Oh, Raiders fans, you're going to love this. Um, Raiders for me. Cover the three and a half. It's not the the flare is not the flipper. It's the half time. Did you think it was a flipper? I'm going with. No, this is a half time. Oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah, thought yeah, I was yeah. going with the Raiders Dude. leading. Raiders no, losing. No, we can't oh, no, be on the fader. We can't be a Raider hater every week. Yeah. I'm not that cruel. I'm going with the half time draw. Now, I I said earlier in the year that the Raiders attack is somewhat anemic, and I, I've sort of sat by that. And I actually texted our friend uh, Declan Tandy, big. Raiders yes, fan, when they were easily going to lose that game last week. And I, I just sent him the definition of anemic in the dictionary. And what did they do after that? Two tries, Jack White and scores three yeah. tries. So, of course, they just don't have a lot of points in them. I wanted to back the draw. But half-time, I think it can be close early, $9.50. Mm. Can I just say something? On, I like that. On that last try, and you saw the Roosters last week, who appeared to have the shackles off. Why... and? Dan, how many games have you called where a team has to score quickly? Yeah, and then they, and then they, they start do. throwing it around. Yeah. Like, are the best example. But, but if they don't score, they get bloody close and they get great field position. Why don't we see more times? When I do it with the young ones, I say chaos set and just don't get touched. Throw it Cronulla around. Cronulla last week. Well, chaos set. Play positively. Your, your head's in a positive frame of mind, isn't it? Parramatta. Parramatta were awesome in the last yeah. 10 minutes last week. Yeah. Uh, that's something we do love to see in rugby league, but for more things <coughs> we love to see in rugby league, let's throw you to Sean Ormerod. No, it's not uh, hyperbole to call this the, be- the best show, or best segment of the show, rather. Certainly my favourite. Now, this is the last... Well, you'd, you'd want, if it's going to be the best, that you don't get your words uh, tied up. <laughs> can we, we redo that? Now, this is the last weekend of uh, try July. Now, would you believe if we get $100,000 this round, yeah. we tick over the $1 million mark in... Correct. Was it four years? Sugar? Yes, five four years. years. One million bucks. We wanted to see loads of tries, loads of try celebrations. This is my three, two, and one. Uh, Brian To'o, he does the Blades of Glory yes. celebration. I, now, you, you would have seen the movie. You're a big I fan had, of this movie. Yes, but I, I knew I'd recognised it from something when it happened, but yep. I didn't, I didn't, I, I needed to explain Blades of Glory. Yeah. And now, what what, now was this, what, I knew about the Iron Lotus. This mm. wasn't the Iron Lotus. What was that one? No, I don't know the actual official name of it, but the way he just, I'm going to, I'm going to use this word, he mounts uh, Liam Martin yeah, that's in, a in amazing fashion. So that's the Blades of Glory, 5K there. And now we get really fruity because the NRLW girls got on board in a big way. The West Tigers, they brought back the 10-pin bowling celebration. Now, are oh, you not happy with this, Dan? It's been done? It's been done. Yeah. I love the Renewit. It's a concern. And the next one's going to be the best one we've seen yeah. know, close to this year. But it's a concerted team effort, which we like. You've got to come up with something different. All right, you're on morning. No more Tempe Bowling celebrations. No more Tempe Bowling. the three votes this week, for the last time this segment will go to air, the NRL Eels NRLW Limbo celebration. Did you see this one? Yes, Excellent stuff. If you're, if you're watching the show, you're seeing it now. They cross over quite comfortably, and then all the girls get around. And this takes a lot of planning, this one. Well, this is in the grand final with Elliot Whitehead. It's good. Here it goes. But this is it is in the grand final. And if it didn't, if Elliot Whitehead didn't get the reaction out of Piers Morgan, and it probably didn't go global, we'll get I think this might just have it covered. Piers is making an appearance in Bambi, by the way. But, um, he's not at Bambi. That's very good. 3 two, and one Yeah, but I think there's a... You know when there's a gun player who we get used to their level of play, we mark them harder? The Raiders had to feature again, didn't they? Yeah, didn't they have something special planned? They did. Uh, it, what to the, get to the, get up to get up Piers? No, for, they had to feature in the three, two, one with the with the soccer goal. No, we were too late to the party because that wasn't on the you know that wasn't on the broadcast. 
But doesn't it feature in the three, two, one? No, not for me. Oh. Mate, he's hard, Mark. <laughs> oh, right. oh, you know, Joel, I'm with you. I'd take out the 10-pin bowling and I'd put that in. But you My know, segment. It's his segment. So that's it. Well, go on. Close your segment, Sean. It's the best segment on this show, as I couldn't get out before. And, Shorty, if people would love to contribute to your segment or other things, how could they do so? Well, I'm not talking over the, uh, <laughs> the closer would be a start. <laughs> get them on side at sportsbet.com.au, yes. which I have official control over now. Well, hang on. You get people... Suggesting things to you? No, yeah. Well, this is mainly for but the questions. No, but this is mainly for the questions at the end oh, of the mate, show. This but is such a. You can yes. recommend. You can recommend anything to me, mate. More Bossy is going to ring you one day and say, "Stop ripping me off," because you, you've ripped off your stuff. You may have missed. Now you're getting people to contribute for it's a good you. Segment that one. Uh, oh, it was a good what? segment. I, the pennies dropped. Vossy this morning on radio when having Hammy on for Sportsbet, mm-hmm. he said, "Best in the business." Ooh. Which might be a little shot across the bow. Yes. For, I like it. Man, Sean, for I like it. Your stuff. I like it. Just you know, he's playing <laughs> chess while everyone's playing checkers. Yes. <laughs> now there's a term we're gonna. That's almost overused. Almost overused. I think more Americans do that, but uh, I like chess I, checkers. Yeah, but I think we've done it to death. Now our next game. Where are we going with our next game? Because my sheets are Titans and Cowboys. Titans Cowboys. Okay. Uh, well, the way the Titans, the Cowboys are going, I'm not sure this is going to be particularly close. Only eight and a half the line, Sean. That seems a bit skiddy to me. Gold Coast hammered last week at home. Mm. I wonder, I don't know if they have, but I just wonder if they've white flagged the season. There, there, there may be a little stench of cue in the rack for the Titans. I, I found this very, very tricky. This is more about who's out for the for the Cowboys. No Danai, Griffin Neem, Heim Lukey, James Tamo are still out. That's a lot of big bodies out of this side. Now, it's somewhat countered by the fact that Tino isn't there for the Titans, which I don't love. Purely on numbers, and I said to you, Shug, uh, in the office earlier, I'm with... I'm erring towards a few bad sides this week, and I don't love it at this time of year, but I can't get this past... What is it, eight and a half? I, I can't get it to sort of double figures to want to be on the wow. Cowboys on the road. Wow. Can you? Double figures? I'd 13 Easily. plus really? all day. 13 mm. plus all day. Well, the Titans can't defend, and the Cowboys are pretty close shoulder the most blistering attack we've got right now. Yeah, they're too confident, Cowboys. They've just been absolutely manhandled by the Roosters. Mm. What, why is Jaden Campbell not in the number one jumper? Oh, I don't know. What, what, yeah. Why is he not? They do look better. We when say it, it feels one. like we say this every week. Cool. Well, the 18 was 36 nil, and then he comes on and it's 36 18. Yeah. Um, Dancing man. You <laughs> talk about, you know, they don't have Luke in, they don't have Nana, and that is a loss. Finnefer Iaki is a gun. Yeah. A young gun, and he, but still, they've got Jason Tamalola coming off the bench, yeah. mm. and they're playing on that bowling green surface in the Gold Coast, uh, and that's why we go to my flair. I like the price here. Murray Talungi, so left winger. We know the Titans' right side defence is absolutely hideous. $4.60. I thought it was a very good price for a double for a winger who's going to get a lot of opportunities. Uh, to me, that was um, that was uh, that was the price. All right, no one agrees. West Tigers, <laughs> region, South Sydney. Thanks for your support. We go to Tamworth, where it's not going to be too cold. Uh, if it was an eight o'clock game, you would actually have to take cold weather into account. But it's a six o'clock game. It'll get down to about seven or eight degrees, so chilly. But I don't think I don't think it's anything we take into account. I know where these boys are going here. I'm just going to lay back. $8.60, Tigers, South $1.07. They'll tell you they like the Tigers at the line. 
They really like the Tigers to possibly win this game. <laughs> Sean, I'm going to let you start this off. Yeah, I, I, I can't. I mean, the analysis is pretty simple for me. I can't get this anywhere near 20 and a half. And it looks to be going up. There's some places in the marketplace, some of our competitors um, are bigger than us. So there might be some money around for the for the bunnies. I, I mean, I can see the Latrell back sort of angle. His record, the South record rather, with him playing this year is... It's exceptional, um, eight and two or something, eight and four went with him, two and five against. So he's obviously a big in, and we saw it last week. But he's had a lot of time out off the park. Not sure how firing he's going to be first up. And at twenty and a half, sugar, mm. neutral turf. If it was at Acor, I could probably, I could probably get it, get around the argument, but. Brings a lot of things into play. Late covers. Yep. Clear uh, weather is what we're expecting. And as we said earlier, they went to Bathurst. They got the cash there. Brooks comes here. It is cold out there. I was there Monday night, <laughs> I've got to say. <laughs> and what about this? So the young young fella goes out there for the Buckley Shield. That's the under-14s tournament. And they're playing uh, Farrah Agricultural High School. So just the country boys there. You turn up, there's cows, and which is fantastic. And then our, our boys get off the bus having watched too much of the Panthers, the city slickers turn up with oh, the big yeah. ghetto blasters. Oh, no. Uh, right. You've got to get that out of this. system. And you can imagine the country boys going, oh, look at these look blokes, at right? Yeah. And then at the back of our boys, Jimmy, who's just a wholehearted front rower, I said, Jimmy, what about the music? He goes, I'm over this crap. <laughs> <laughs> he just went on a bus for five hours. Yeah. Team, team Jimmy. We're all team Jimmy. Team Jimmy. Yeah, yeah. Um, look, I, I, uh, I'm on the Tigers, obviously, and I, and I do think they can win the game. $8.60. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they can win the game. Jeez, you've said that with authority. The Brooks thing is important. Look at the pack. Look, read me through the pack for the Tigers. I agree 20 and a half's too big, but you can't say it with such confidence that the Tigers can win this game. At eight or nine. How are they going to score points? At eight or nine bucks, you can say it. Hey, Brooks yeah, is back. Yeah. You're Buller. Uh, the, the, the pack, you took Amano, Coruscant, Clemmer, Papali'i, Bateman, Pole. Okay, now we got it right last week, Sean, in this. We talked about the Panthers. So that starts going to keep going up and up. It got to 30 at one point, didn't it? It did hit 30. It what jumped, will this end up? So I think there's a sentiment here, but but a favourite that short normally keeps getting shorter, don't they? No, I don't know. I, I, I mean, I think I think 18 and a half or something thereabouts feels suitable. You're very brave stepping into minus 20 and a half in any case. And we saw the Bulldogs did it to the Panthers. They jumped 30, yes, oh, a big yes. number. Well, what about that? One by 26. Um, they met in round 11, and, and it was 20 nil. It was 8 nil with five to go. That's right. It was a, it was a big right. fight. Go to your flair, Joel. Uh, the flair for me, despite all that. Um, so t- the leading try scorer in this competition is Dom Young with 19. The West Tigers opposing right winger has scored 12 in five weeks. For context there, it's raining tries. First try scorer at Tane Milne, nine bucks. Okay, nine bucks, thank you. St George Alora versus Manly in Wollongong. A horrific record Manly has down here. I think they've lost eight in a row going back to the mid to early 2000s. They haven't won here in 20 years. $2.80 the Dragons, $1.44 Manly. DCE game 300, Lachlan Croker game 100. So a couple of milestones for them. Uh, no M by, he's gone. A, a kid called Connor Muleson comes in to replace him. Manly, Josh Alloa is out. Mm. So you've got an interesting front row of Sipley and Lodge. Um, Madison stays in the side. Ethan Bullimore returns to the team. 
Paseca out for Manly. That's well. right, Paseca gone. I, I, I kind of like Dragons. Mm. I mean, be careful. I'm calling this one on TV, so I don't want to give too much away. But I six and a half. Mm. This feels like a game the Dragons can win. Absolutely, and it's a huge advantage down there, Wollongong. Um, I know Manly towed up the Sharks in that first half, but then we saw maybe a little bit of the real Manly on the road late in that game, um, almost bottled it. Um, now, the Dragons' scoring points isn't exactly their strong suit, but I can see this one being a pretty dour sort of affair. And I think the first half of last week is in a lot of people's minds what the Seagulls did, but I've got to be with the home dog here, six and a half. I know they're going no good Dragons, but I'm not sure Manly are either. I was tempted to do the same thing. Uh, I am going to go Manly, though. Boys, quick exercise. Grab your pens, please. Mm. <laughs> Uh, write these numbers down since round 12. This, this is mm. I'm going back to the last game. Yep. I should have done this before. 36 mm-hmm. they conceded to Parramatta. 33 Canberra. 28 Gold Coast. This is South, right? 36 the Dragons. Yep. 31 Cowboys. Yeah, well, six Warriors. And there's a Canterbury game coming. That was that wet game. Oh, yeah. 36 Canterbury. Yeah. 36 Broncos. <laughs> Tell me that $8.50 is not a little something for I'll you. Tell you what, I want to go to roulette and bet 36. Yeah. It's a nice little run there. That's pretty ordinary, isn't it? Yeah, it's a big problem. It is a, it is a big problem. I think they're disinterested. Yeah. I think they be- either believe their hype, South, or they're just waiting for the big games. Yep. But the bus, the train has left the station. Mm. They've, they've got to get it. They've got to get, they've got to get there. And, and you're giving a team 20-odd start. Yeah. Um, so, continuing our analysis of St. George, Laura and Manly, <laughs> your best bet, please, Sean. Um, now, I'm with, I'm going to swim against the tidy because I'm with the Dragons at the start, but their left edge, um, is it, it's the worst left edge of the comp, isn't it? I think they've conceded. Pretty bad. 40-something down that side of the field. So, little same-game multi uh, for the SGM panels here. Jason Saab, that right edge of Manly to um, both score a try. Tolu Kolo as well, $4.33. Great bet. Okay, very nice. Uh, is this our last game? Yes, it is. Canterbury versus Dolphins from Bundaberg is our Sunday 2 p.m. game. It's the last game we're covering here. Joel, what I don't appreciate, I, I like your, advi- your advice and your observations. <laughs> what I don't like are long parables yeah. basically um, lecturing us <laughs> on why Canterbury will win this game on the WhatsApp group. Yes. Save that for your 3 p.m. show. Okay. All right, I don't need you telling me okay. that Canterbury will win this game, even okay. though I think it's a compelling argument. Well, I thought that, Joel, until I saw Jeremy Marshall King was back. Mm. The Hammer is obviously back. Uh, Nick Arima and O'Sullivan of the Harbs. Katoa is, I gather they're just giving him, just easing him back a bit. It's been a big year for him. I've got to say, it's a pretty good looking Dolphins team. And they're $1.63, Canterbury two twenty nine. the start only four and a half. Yeah, look for me, it's an absolute flip of the coin game. And you're getting either two twenty five or whatever it is, or four and a half start. So much positivity. There's so much reason to believe you can win this game if you're Canterbury. Mm-hmm. So I'm all in. Was two dollars fifty earlier yeah. in the week, sure. Correct. When when you got the parable, that's what it was. Well he's, parable, he's moving markets. Yeah. Time of parable was about two forty five or two fifty. So mm. take I take that um, into consideration as well. But did you launch before you gave the parable? Yes, I mean, I did. Yeah, yeah, of course you did. Course <laughs> you did. No, and no, I, I respect that. <laughs> you should have. This is a different yeah. team for the Bulldogs that we've seen for the last few weeks. Kick Sexton. out. Huge. Toby Sexton, massive. We saw in that the one game he did play what he did for Birdo, then he only played a half against the Broncos. And their attack was just in all sorts. Up. Liam Knight will play. Liam Knight's going to be straight in. Um, adds a bit of starch, if if nothing else. But they're, they're definitely lacking that. 
Yeah. It's the box the, back. It's the, it, okay. Bulldogs an outstanding bet, men versus Dolphins. $2.55. <laughs> Brackets, no way they jump this big. Well, he's correct. Do you find him calling his men a bit condescending? Yeah, I found well. the whole thing a bit condescending. <laughs> a travelling <laughs> team out of contention. The cavalry. The cavalry. You think Sexton's ever been referred to as part of a cavalry? <laughs> Preston, Kikau, and Fox. Second half confidence v pennies. But here's... here's, here's uh, here we go. Do... Full stop, as, full stop, you, full stop, please, exclamation Should I follow it up with That's Liam the Martin? Line. That's the line. That's the line. Follow it up with Liam Martin. You gave him a quick drive-by. Yeah. yeah. Liam Knight, have signed. Oh, no, I won't read that no. one. Uh, I almost did. Uh, all right. I've got the flair for this. Woo! <laughs> I think this could be a points fest. And Azarko, your boy Azarko, has to have a big week this week. This is his week. If he doesn't... Is it Val coming? It... Val is close. Yep. Problem is now we're just about the buys. Dolphins have used their buys, so that's yep. a good thing. But we're no longer in a situation where players are going to be missing origin. Where Ooh, you've got, yeah, you've got this Moses. is tight. He's got, got a lead of oh, seven. Oh, here we go. He's checking the leaderboard for the As oh, if he knew. Yeah. Oh, oh, it's only seven. Is that <laughs> right? Uh, Zarko and Lemu Elu, anytime try scorer. That's a uh, the Lemu Elu uh, channel is where Canterbury have been particularly weak. Boy, they concede some soft tries, Canterbury. It's uh, for me, so versus the Bulldogs, for me. If he gets a hold of the their, their middle defence is in in all sorts. Kaka? Him, him back to, yes, it's that. Him back to We're going to get that word in. Okay, I'm going to get that in a call this week. Uh, all right, let's do best bets. Now, back to the WhatsApp chat. I announced, <laughs> because my form is so bad. Oh, hey, hey, you don't want to be talking WhatsApp chat, let me tell you that. Why? Because <laughs> you're blow-ups. <laughs> well, I've said it on air. I don't yeah. like being cut and not being told. <laughs> uh, uh, no, I said, as I declared... From now on, I'm sick of losing. I'm going to take every team that takes the West Tigers head-to-head. -head. That's my best bet. And then I see it's South this week, and I think, uh, oh, can you imagine? There is a chance South are going to lose this game, <laughs> and, and I've got them at seven. I love that. So, But please, no sixty pops. You go first. Bulldogs. Yes. Head-to-head. Head-to-head. Off the stick. Yeah. Money web. Wow. $2.30-ish. I'm West Tigers with that big old start. He's an anchor leg. I think it's actually a very good bet. And I've gone Broncos. I just think they're, they're far better than the Roosters. I can't. Roosters have had one good performance in a row. And you're all being sucked in. You're all being sucked <laughs> in. Uh, that'd be a nice little all up there. Uh, Are you leading us off? Are you teeing off first? Yes, yes. On purpose. But I do think Broncos are... At the minus... You got the Broncos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I'm not doing the yeah. head-to-head thing. Yeah. Uh, that's best bets. We'd get about seven bucks for that, I'd say. Yeah, Maybe a touch more. So please uh, bet responsibly. We've got a double Bambi, so I'm going to clear the decks for Sean in a moment. But just, uh, look, Ashes done. I don't think it's a good Ashes. I think it's a pretty ordinary Ashes series. It's compelling because it was close. That's not my Bambi. Um, I said Piers Morgan. All of you, all of you out there, you and you who encourage this bloke, this bloke, his fuel is people like you making him relevant. He is an irrelevance of the highest order. He has no television audience, and what's more, he has no television audience across three countries. But it's you people engaging with this bloke. So as soon as the test was called off, you all tweeted this bloke. This bloke is as relevant as those yobbos in the pub in Ted Lasso. 
That's all he is. But you people feed him and make him relevant. So I blame you, the public, for uh, making this guy, emboldening this guy. Here's my real Bambi, before we get to Sean's, of all the whingers, and I'm not going to use the term whinging pom, because I think we've got some whingers of our own. Uh, you've got McCallum, Stokes, uh, Stuart Broad, who I think is playing a bit of a role, to be honest. Uh, but don't sleep on this guy. One of the biggest sooks we've seen in professional sport in a long time, Johnny Bairstow. How do you feel you've gone across the series, your own assessments? Oh, look, I think that you've got to have a bit of perspective on it. Um, I've not played in 10 months, I've not kept properly in three years. There's obviously been a lot of talk and things like that, some of which I think has been in a bit out of order, to be honest. Still now, 10 months post-operation from, uh, from that, when um, you're told that you might not walk properly again, or, uh, never mind run again or, or play professional sport. I'm immensely proud of the determination that I've shown and, uh, and commitment to, to get back. What a sook. <laughs> I mean, once you cross that white line, my friend, it's, uh, you are expected to take catches and, and make stumpings. Eight chances. Eight chances out of 20 you put down. Imagine a wicketkeeper missing 40% of their chances. That's park cricket stuff. And, oh, but we've got to light a candle because he's had an operation and he nearly didn't walk again. I have a theory. I think Ben Stokes kept batting in the fourth test because he wanted to put a smile on Johnny's face because Johnny was getting close to 100 and Johnny has sulked for the whole series ever since the <laughs> and, and And Ben wanted to make Johnny happy uh, because, Johnny. Uh, you know, we're going to beat Australia so badly it doesn't matter. So let's give Johnny the last laugh. Well, who's having the last laugh now? <clears throat> Thank you. We know we're serious when it's a double stinger. Yeah. Uh, Dean Boxall <laughs> is mine this week. Now, I'm a little bit at odds if he's actually a band because I'm, I'm willing to wager most of Australia is with me on this one. Yes. I don't think he's a protected species. No, so no. it's hard. I'm not I'm hardly killing Bambi here, but I, he needs to be called out. Now, we're going to see some vision of his famous celebration. Now, I hope you're listening to the audio version so you don't have to sit through it once again because we've all seen it far too many times, but we're going to play it here. There is a giveaway here. There mm. is a giveaway. There he is. He's doing his gyration. What's the giveaway for you there? Oh, no, I thought he was looking at the screen. No, no, I, I'll forgive him on that, but, okay. but not, not on much else. Not so much. I, I, can't, I can't remember a more rehearsed yeah. or premeditated Great. stealing of the... Forget the celebration. Just the stealing of the limelight from the actual star of the show. The first time we did it, can't remember where it was, a couple of years ago, I'm, I was willing to forgive him because he might have got swept up. We'd never seen it before. No. I'm and then he got a sniff. And then, and now I actually I blame. Think you're being kind. I actually blame the TV um, stations for this because they no. go to him straight away. Yeah, again, you're Stop right. giving him oxygen. Yeah, Dan, that would have been make sure we got the camera on box. Of course. Yeah. Of course, because it's television. We're in the entertainment business. Yeah. That's on him. How well, dare you? How dare you? How dare you attack television producers? <laughs> no, no. Partly when this partly, show pony is, partly is, is on. Partly is on them. If they switch off and go to the go to the mum and dad, hug and a kiss. They're the ones that should be proud. Yeah. I've never seen it's it's the premeditation. Yeah. Behind it, agree. That stinks, and quite frankly, we we have to stop seeing it. 
Oh, like, well, you saying, okay, so when they to treat Dean Boxer like pitch invaders? Don't yes. show them. Yes. You're saying treat him like Piers Morgan and don't fuel Don't it. give him oxygen. That's what you're saying. Yeah, but on the television station, it's in my interest to show it because I'm going to get it replayed and replayed and replayed. I don't want to see it, yeah. but the television channel this is where This is where we're going downhill as a society. Okay, you don't want to see him. You've got me on something, I, actually. I Can we play, you. play the sting, please? <laughs> play the sting. Oh. I have the footage, sadly, to back this up, but it's out there on social media. It is on social media, and celebrations... You. <laughs> you and Mr. Goodman are out at Henson Park, <laughs> and we all know he's tipped the world. He's oh, tipped the world. It was a great tip. It, it was so very um, overtly, and I haven't got the footage, yet, sadly. Uh, so it's only just come to mind, but overtly confident about the Newcastle Knights to win. Aggressively confident. Aggressively, and it was a great tip. Mm. So here's him and Mr. Goodman, which both share on social media, bumping the chest, like a jump up with the bump of the chest. <laughs> Each other filmed, to which they both used to their oh. on their social media. Why not follow you? I mustn't follow you because I did not see. Oh, it. I wish I thought about. It. If I had have seen your Bambi, you I would have found have, it. You have really pride. dropped it there. It's the pride. Like he's got no shame. Like no. he's not bothered at all that you've brought this up. No, no. In fact, he's no, no, excited. Were you yelling out nine in a row as you? As no, you there was the no reference. Bump? That chest bump had nothing to do with the footy. Oh. It was just Oh, come just on. Just a moment at the pub between oh, two yeah, mates. Yeah, come Are on. Are you saying done for the camera? Yes. Boxel. It was Dean Boxel. <laughs> and I've got an idea for sports bed. I've got an idea. So try July's about to win. It's 5000 for a celebration. Yeah. Why don't you... This will get make a press release. It'll have Sean Ormerod in my box. <laughs> hundred grand if Arianas wins gold and Dean Boxel doesn't celebrate. I don't mind the angle. I reckon you get a bit of publicity. I don't mind the angle. Uh, just yeah. put that one. Hashtag is not about you, Dean. <laughs> yes. Hashtag. Hashtag something. <laughs> her, her, her moment. Hashtag her. chest bump. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's just about it. Uh, uh, this is where I normally say uh, we'll put up the uh, email podcast shortly for those on the audio. Mm. But they put that up five minutes after we do it. So chances are you've already heard that. And um, and you've already uh, you've already listened, but uh, that's it. Uh, who's doing the farewell? Joel, let, the, che- let the chest pumper do it. Was that the? Well, you can send in your questions to get them on site at sportsbet.com. That's right. Yes. And there you go. Gamble responsibly and set a deposit limit. You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, call the number on the screen or visit the website.